Ever wonder what separates cloud innovators? Find out. Download the Deloitte U.S. Future of Cloud Survey Report, closing the cloud strategy, technology, and innovation gap at Deloitte.com slash U.S. slash cloud survey. Deloitte. This is the happy hour. You guys going to happy hour? Live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Yeah, I'll maybe I'll come for a couple. Here are your hosts, Nick Sainert. I want to know what it's like to commit a crime without having to spend time in jail. And Enrique Alvarez Cleary. C is for chunk. Brought to you by Empire Fence and Netting on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Good afternoon. Happy Friday. This is the happy hour 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Nick Sanert and Enrique alvarez Clary with you. Rico, what's up? Hello. How are you doing? Doing great. Got a full tummy. Oh my gosh. Almost like an overly full tummy. Come on in, Vershawn. Come what on in. What do you want? What, what you, do you, you want? You, you're you, the one that stood oh, at the door. Then go. You're, you're, you're peeking. You're, you're you were peeking standing through. at the door. You're taking, yeah. that, you're taking that home? Who just who who tells you that you can just take Jeremy that home? Did. What is it? What is it? Why are you hating on me? I'm not. I'm is not it all of it? Is this thing going? Yes. Yeah. It's on. Why is he hating on me? Right? You taking all Dude, of it? You got you got three chicken skewers. You got two you hamburgers. Such a rat. And a lot of fried Straight cauliflower. Straight rat live on air. Wow. Still still Straight haven't. Straight rat wow. job. Still uh <laughs> still haven't tried any of that cauliflower. Take a bite right now. You didn't? No, I haven't gotten it yet. It's warm right there. Take a bite right now. Is it warm? Right on air. Is it warm? Maybe. Well, I got. I I needed its peak performance. <laughs> Peak performance. Then take it out. <laughs> take it out there and put it on the grill. Then. You sure you don't want one? So dumb. Got we don't got a napkin. <laughs> put it on a cardboard box. No, I'll chill it. I'll be go. good with one. Right. Just gonna, just gonna. Have a nice show in the water. Hey, hey, have a. I mean, what's happy hour. <laughs> what, what's what's the happy hour? Just get out of here. Why have a, you, have a good why weekend. Are you the way you are. Yeah. You guys called me. <laughs> you were staring at us through the window. Yeah. I was actually looking to see who was in here. It's always Us. me and Rico. I know it's the problem. I was thinking, like, what are those two guys doing? Best show on the radio. Do I need to come in and lend a hand? It's the second best show on the station. Damn. That is what somebody texted in. Even yesterday. though it's only an hour. Yeah. Maybe that's that's probably part of the reason is yeah. that they they get a good good dose of us, but not too but not much. Too not much. Enough. Not too much. Yes. Always leave them wanting more. Who told you I was the second best show on the station? The text line. Yeah, the text line said it who, yesterday. Who, who was it exactly? It was like five people. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, five out of five hundred. It was. It was five people thousands. texted in. Thousands. Yes. Five out of a thousand. Yeah, yeah. no, no five, five thousand out of which five thousand. We, we, hey, hey, five Rashawn, out of five thousand. Rashawn, yeah. let me get this clear. Me and Rico know our place. We're in it. We, we are right at the top. We are very top aware of, of where we're at. The top of everything. The totem pole. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> just, hey, just, listen, we're I like just, you guys' confidence. Though. We're just confidence. <laughs> even, even if it's not true, it's great confidence. Like if you look at a totem pole, you see the eagle on top. That's DP, right? And uh, we're right below that. We're the, we're yeah, the bear. Yeah, <laughs> right for, below that. I forgot you were mini me. <laughs> right I below, forgot. right below DP. We're right there. So it's that's DP, us. Happy hour. Happy hour. Then what? Early break. <laughs> <laughs> and then water then cooler. Early break. Then ticket weeknights. No, and then it's on the block. 
Okay, so so number four is on the block. Then yep. what? Uh, then it's water cooler. Cooler. Then it's captain. Captain's way down. And then it's and then it's and then it's weeknights. Ticket weeknights and then captain. All of them. All of them. All of them. And then the captain. Yeah. AD and Raf are up there. AD and Raf are real up there. You're the caboose. You're slowing us down. No, you're not. You're slowing us down. So AD and Raf is in the weeknights. Way, way up there though. No, but you're you're not you're not pulling us down. The totem pole is the strongest at the bottom. Because you got to hold everything up. You just got broad shoulders. We we're all on your back. You got to carry us. I'm out of here. <laughs> I had enough of these two clowns for the week. You what, guys enjoy hey, your Rashad, week, What man. are we doing this weekend? Absolutely nothing. Really? No, actually, no, that's not true. What do we got? Uh, Jackson's Takeout is down at, uh, not the Taste of Omaha, which was last week, but the Arts Festival. Where's Ooh, that no. at? Uh, it's it's uh, Exarbon Village. Okay. So if you, if you ain't got nothing to do, I forgot about that. If you don't have anything to do, come down to the Arts Festival. They got a whole bunch of arts. They'll have a bunch of. Different um, people singing and songs and acts and nice. food. And Are you going to be dancing? Absolutely not. <laughs> I'm going to just be sitting on the wall, holding the wall up. Okay, nice. You know, holding up the foundations Strong. of the yeah, exactly. Put it go. on the just back. Hold the Put it on the shoulders. Up on my shoulders. Strong shoulders. They Ain't call that what you said. They yep. call him Atlas because he's holding up the world. <laughs> Bringing up the rear, <laughs> holding up the ticket. That's what and they number call Number eighth is the captain's <laughs> show. Sure. There you go, Jackson. <laughs> Strong eight. Turn it sideways, it's infinity. Hey, strong eight. That's sideways awesome. infinity. Exactly. Eight. See? You're good. See that infinity eight? That's the all world you. is on my shoulders. <laughs> all right, Virjan. Have a good weekend. Goodbye. Have a good weekend. Have, have a good one. Too. Have a safe drive back up to Omaha. Don't be custers. Come on, don't be a uh what'd you call me? A, a checker? What a chubby checker. <laughs> chubby checker. <laughs> not, hey, not a chubby checker. A chunky checker. Chunky checker. checker. Thank you, thank you. All right, there's yeah. BJ. 402-464-5685, the Honda Lincoln Hotline, the uh, Starter Heyman text line, both those open for you guys the entire show today. Video stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter. You guys know how to get in touch with us personally, Nick underscore, Re- or Nick underscore Sainert, <laughs> and at Radio Rico AC on Twitter. A couple things we want to get to tonight, today. Uh, right now, Super Regionals for college baseball is going on. Eastern East Carolina is currently up three on Texas. Let's go, Pirates! I knew that was coming. Um, that's why I stopped after I said that. Um, East Carolina is up three, eight to five on Texas right now. Virginia Tech and Oklahoma are underway on ESPNU. Man, I hope Oklahoma, Oklahoma destroys them. We should switch to that game, even though, I mean, Texas is, Texas is uh, kind of coming back. Oh, this is the... Oh, Hispanic Titanic. Yes, thank you. Hispanic Titan, Titanic, or Titanic, something. Hispanic okay. Titanic. That's anyway, he him. he had a moonshot earlier today. I think he has like twenty eight some home runs on the season. Yeah, he's he he was the call. He was a uh, baseball player of the year, I believe. That's not him. That's not him though. Also, it looks like him. But That's anyway, Silas Ar- Ardoin, Ardoin, Ardoin. Anyway, once again, four zero two four six four five six eight five. So we'll talk a little of that Oklahoma softball. They completed their dynasty last night once again uh, with another natty. Our national championship, so that was pretty impressive. As Ardoin hits a gapper to the right center field wall, it's ground a ground rule, rule double. Ground rule double style score one. It's eight to six now. East Carolina is up by two with runners on second and third, and nobody out for Come Texas. Come on, Pirates! But anyway, uh, Jocelyn Alo with another masterful performance got a standing ovation when she exited, and then also Pac twelve or Pac twelve played Big the 12, for a little bit. She did also Big Twelve announced today that there's going to be a couple schools joining their conference early. UCF, BYU, Cincinnati, and Houston 
will all officially join the Big 12 in 2023. Now, with this in mind, Texas and Oklahoma will be out of there Departing by 2023, obviously. That same summer. Um, so, Which is sad. We'll kind of walk through how the new Big 12 is going to look, um, which team will, will dominate, which teams will kind of fall behind. You have to remember, Gus Malzahn is now the coach at UCF. So that's kind of an interesting little twist. Wasn't he the coach at Iowa State for a bit? Gus Malzahn? He was Auburn. I know, but wasn't he at Iowa State before that? I could be completely no wrong. I'm probably completely I've wrong. I've never. For some reason, I don't know why that just popped into my head. No way, Rico. I, I'm sorry, I'm Rico. definitely I wrong. Think, I don't think that happened. I'm definitely wrong. We can go to his Wikipedia page here. Um, yeah, no, never. Tulsa, okay. then Auburn. All right. I don't then know Ar- where Then Arkansas State for a year, and then Gene Auburn. Gene Chizik. That's the name Gene I was Chizik. thinking of. Yeah. Thank you, David. Gene Chizik used to be at Auburn as well. But anyway, um, so Big 12 is going to look a little different. You're going to have Baylor, BYU, Central Florida, Cincinnati, Houston, Iowa State, Kansas, Kansas State, Oklahoma State, TCU, Texas Tech, and West Virginia. Whole kind of shakeup there. Uh, I, I think UCF's actually going to be pretty interesting in the Big 12, surprisingly. I mean, they're kind of out there, and once it's almost like geography doesn't even matter Oh, it anymore. doesn't. Well, that that hasn't mattered for a while when the, with, Big, with 12 the Big 12 added West, West, West Virginia. Virginia. Exactly. Or when the Big 10 added Maryland and Rutgers. I mean, it made some, Penn State's out there. I guess Penn State so, is I mean, out it was there. closer, I mean, but... Them adding Nebraska and and then Maryland and Rutgers was that one was a little hard, but I mean yeah. they're all in the same like you could take a little line go through all of them. Whereas the Big just Twelve like is just yeah. like straight up and down, and then you got to veer off to the right to get to West Virginia. Now you've got West Virginia and UCF, which are still extremely far apart. Uh, mm-hmm. But then you and BYU, yeah, and then you add in you know Cincinnati on the way in there, and it's 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 kind of weird, but I'm interested in, in seeing it, and I think that I I truly believe Cincinnati might just run away with this conference. Really? See, I, I, I disagree. I think it's going to be Oklahoma State's conference to lose. I also think Baylor's stepping up now with Dave Aranda mm-hmm. because last year, if anything showed us, it showed that a team in the Big 12 that prioritizes defense like Dave Aranda does at Baylor can still be successful in the Big 12. Well, if you think about from a recruiting standpoint, like Cincinnati already recruits at a pretty high level, for, and for then what you they can, were, yeah. yeah, and then you can add into the fact that you know not only are you going to be playing Houston still because they were in the same conference, but then you add in all the other Texas schools, so you can dip into Texas and say, look, yeah. we're going to have multiple home get or multiple away games in this state that your parents can come to. Granted, the schools in Texas are still extremely far apart. You know, it's a couple hours to drive to each one, but you can you can. Re- re- recruit into Texas and that's kind of the issue that people had with Nebraska leaving the Big 12 is they they almost kind of sort of lost that Texas connection where you have multiple away games in the state of Texas so those kids kind of like a homecoming for two three four games a year Mm -hmm. where their parents don't have to fly up to Nebraska or fly somewhere to go watch them play they can just drive through Texas to, to watch their kids play you add a couple more of those Texas players to Cincinnati's already pretty stacked roster and i think that they they run away with it this might be a dumb question is cincinnati stacked still without desmond ritter and without sauce gardner now like are they still, still pretty solid are they still going no to be sauce, chasing a no sauce no kobe no desmond i think they're still good all right that'll, that'll be so i mean i haven't 
dove they were deep good before in, that. into Cincinnati. They were good before them. Yeah, but not, not chasing a playoff berth. No. Not well, that I good. I don't know about that. I don't know if anybody in the Big 12 after Oklahoma leaves is going to be see, a year-in and year-out playoff-considered team. I think see, the, it, the Big 12 is going to beat up on each other, and you're going to have the, – the champion of the Big 12 is going to have probably two losses, three losses every year. See, I think Oklahoma State – Oklahoma State's always that team that – surprises people. I guess surprise might be a relative term because if you look at their record and look on paper, if they win Bedlam and they win it against Oklahoma, um, which now they're not going to have that game, which you also have, have to remember. Like every other year probably. Well, so you have to remember, well, will it eventually become like a Nebraska-Colorado thing or a Nebraska-Oklahoma kind of thing no, where it used I, to be such a big rivalry? No, I think that one, since it's in-state, they'll ha- they, they will play it. I guess... It'd be like a Florida, Florida I mean, get, State thing. You get four non-conference games in the SEC. Yeah, they always, you know, every well, SEC school usually has another Power Five opponent in that non-con schedule outside of uh, a Group of Five and then some cupcakes. I'd be intrigued to see if if Oklahoma would be interested in scheduling like an Oklahoma State having that game instead of like a ten- Tennessee Chattanooga in Week Thirteen, because I, I feel like. In in Oklahoma's case, if you're moving to the SEC, mm-hmm. you're going to need games to separate yourself from other teams. What's going to be their rivalry weekend? That that rivalry week where you know where Bama's Bama's Texas, playing Red River rivalry. Oh yeah, you're well, but they always do that like fourth because it's at the Texas State Fair. That's right. See, like I I don't know how much that's all going to change because I wonder how much SEC will have over that. How much? How much control the SEC will have over it, where it's scheduled and yeah. stuff. Yeah, David's right. Iowa and Iowa State play every year. Th- yeah, that's They're true. They conference. have the Cyhawk. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm just trying to think of possible not matchups necessarily, but in the Big Twelve, for example, like Oklahoma State is a team that when I talked about it, Oklahoma and the SEC is going to need separation, need to have a good strength of schedule, which it'll help be in the SEC because they'll obviously get this. Unproven it, respect or just automatic respect. It just means more. Yeah, that that part. And then you'll also have games against I don't know Florida on a weekly basis, and and Alabama probably sprinkled in there Texas or saying Yeah, exactly. So depending on where that, they depending on where they throw them, because I mean Missouri is in the Missouri, west. You have Missouri well, East. No, they're in the East Division of the SEC. Yeah. So it like loops over and grabs Missouri. So if they for some odd reason decide to throw Oklahoma or Texas into the East and and one of them one of them in the East, one of them in the West, which I feel like they might do just to separate them and have that like little crossover matchup or whatever. It, it it's going to be a little strange. But think about that. I mean, Texas is a far ways away and and I don't think Quinn Ewers is necessarily the savior. Um, for Texas football, I, I think Bajan Robinson's a big deal for Texas football, and that's you why never know. Um, he's driving a Lambo around Austin. But anyway, nice. with with Texas, I think they're a little ways away. But I mean, think about it. Imagine a, a Texas Oklahoma SEC title game. That will never happen. It will never happen. But and, and that's why I think even if I don't know what's the most intriguing SEC title game, Alabama Oklahoma. But like if you think about it, Oklahoma's. They bring in a guy in Brent Venables who eventually is going to make it, I mean, help out that defensive side of the ball, obviously, because that's always Oklahoma's weakness. Which, honestly, is perfect for the SEC when they Exactly. Move. You're absolutely right. I think the Brent Venables hire was an SEC move. I don't think it was a Big 12 move. I, I agree. I agree. Just like I, I wouldn't be surprised if, I mean, obviously this is a couple years prior, but I think Dave Aranda and Baylor is, is really 
strong move for the SEC. Um, it could be. I, I truly do. I, I was kind of surprised about TCU and Gary Patterson parting ways, but maybe that's a that's a situation down in Fort Worth where it kind of just got stale. Probably. I mean, now he's at Texas as a as, a, as an analyst or, or whatever. whatever it is. Yeah. So I, I don't know, but like the most intriguing SEC title matchup would it be Oklahoma and Alabama? If they're if it if it matches up that way to where they can they can play each other, honestly, truly, the best TV matchup for for TV purposes would probably be Alabama Texas. Like Alabama, if you're talking Texas. if you're talking wanting eyes That's true. on the Re- game, rematch of the 09 title game. Well, just wanting eyes on the game, just getting Texas into that SEC championship would be. You know, look, you can hate Texas all you want. You can dislike Texas all they, you want. They bring eyes. They they bring eyes to TVs. They That's put butts true. in seats. Well, especially when you have like I'm not, I, I I hate Texas with my whole heart. Um, I am not Jake Bachoven, but no, I'm just messing. That's just an inside <laughs> joke. But Bach anyway, Bach yeah, Bach loves Texas. Um, but also you have to acknowledge like they have Xavier Worthy and they have, uh, like I said, Bajan Robinson, who's probably going to go pro after this year. Oh no, he has one no, more. He has, year. One, he has to go one more. One more year. So anyway, so they have Bajan Robinson. So he'll be in the SEC though. He'll yep, have for one year. year. He'll have Xavier, one year in the SEC. Xavier Worthy and Bajan Robinson will have one year. Quinn in the Ewers SEC. will be in the SEC. Two years, like in two years. Yeah. So no, I'm saying he will have two years in the SEC. I, I know, but I'm saying in, in the first yeah. year they'll have yeah. they'll be all all lined up. Um. So it, like, there's going to be a potential for some interesting Texas teams if they can if help Sarkeesian out. Sarkeesian can turn it around. Yeah. Which I, I Sarkeesian. I don't like the hire. I don't like. I don't think Sarkeesian's a good fit for a place like Texas. He just doesn't seem at a place like Texas that has the prestige and has the I don't want to say national respect, but just the the, the flash, the flash nationally. I, I just feel like Sarkeesian is not that type of coach. Not a flashy coach. He's kind he's, of a he's not a Lincoln Riley. He's not a Ryan Day. He's not an Urban Meyer. He's not a Dabo Sweeney. Sarkeesian is is a power five like not a not a not a power five powerhouse team coach he's a power five like middle of the road sneak up on you every like i could see him at a place two like years i could see him at a place like tcu yeah like at, at that kind of like level if you're not just necessarily leaving, you know, tcu specifically yeah. but just a le- that kind of level tcu texas tech um i don't Sarkeesian know Sarkeesian reminds me of a pj fleck yes a pretty solid team but they're not going to be like, year in and year out in the national championship like is pj fleck ever going to get a better job than minnesota Probably he'll, he'll, if you they think. if Minnesota if Minnesota can put two solid years together he will get offers depending on what's open. Man, I just like because he like he's great. Will he he's do, great will off he do the good field. there? I don't know. I don't think so. I think he's perfect for Minnesota. I I actually agree with that. Um, I I think Minnesota's a really good fit. I mean, because it was a step up from where he was at in Western Michigan, and then um, yeah, it's you had one of the best receivers at Western Michigan. Remind me. Uh, he ended up going to Tennessee. I don't remember his name though. He got drafted by the Tennessee Titans in the first round. He, I, he was he either won the Bulitnikov or was was up I, for I, the. I know exactly. Or I, I, I remember seeing something about Bulitnikov, it. right? Yeah, that's the best wide receiver. Award, yes, right? Bulitnikov. Yeah, yeah. Um, wide receivers. We'll be able to get this. Either way, um, update on the Eastern Carolina game. East Carolina just hit a home run to left center. So East Carolina, I don't know if you guys, if you're able to turn on ESPN two, ESPN, ESPN two, this is kind of something that would make Nebraska. Oh, oh it hit his glove. He missed the ball. So, so the center fielder ranged over to his right into left center field. The fly ball bounced off of his glove, 
and it bounced over the wall. He stole it from the left fielder. The left fielder was in perfect position to catch it because it wasn't going to go over the wall. It was warning track power. The Big left fielder was in a perfect position. The center fielder jumped in front of him. It went through his glove and over the fence. And it, it was a one-run ball game, 8-7, to seven, until that home run oh, oh, yes. off the center fielder's glove, and it's the bottom of the eighth. Pirates! Why are you so obsessed with the Pirates? Because I don't want Texas. Hmm. I don't know. Texas is one of those teams that would be fun to watch. Yeah, horns down, Bach. See, Bach loves that Texas is in the Super Regionals. <laughs> He loves it. Um, they just keep showing the replay. That that's a. That's, I told you the left fielder had it. That's crushing. That's crushing for them. All right, let's go ahead and get to break. When we come back, I want to dive into this conversation one more time because I don't know if you guys heard. Adrian Martinez had some stuff to say about Kansas State. Not what? even Nebraska. Not even Nebraska. But still, Nebraska fans making kind of a fuss about it Grr. on uh, social media. So I kind of want to dive into that a little bit. Uh, 402-464-5685, Mouth of the South says this, Nick, I heard you're looking for me. My bad, man. Can't listen to the show much because I'm doing wedding stuff. Sorry. I, I don't want to bother you. Hey, congratulations. Hey, congrats, congrats, on a, congratulations. On, a, on a wedding tomorrow, though. I mean, hope everything goes well. Hope the weather's good. Um, here's the thing. So Bryce goes next as saying he doesn't want us to talk about it. I'm, I'm, I want to spin it this way. <laughs> Because we always ask the question about whether or not Casey Thompson is an upgrade. And, and, and from a player spot, or from a player specifically, you know, on the field, is he a better player? I'm not sure we all can say yes for sure. However, we think that he'll have a better season, and this is, this is my, my opinion here, and I want to walk through it with Rico, because I was, I was thinking about this last night. How... There are people around Casey now this year that weren't around Adrian, and that helps us feel like Casey's going to have a better year. Also, pair that with Mark Whipple, pair that with Mickey Joseph, and Casey Thompson might be able to be put in some positions that will benefit him more than Adrian Martinez would be able to be put in those positions, if that makes sense. So I want to kind of dive deep on that, not necessarily talk about what Adrian said I don't want to make this an Adrian Martinez discussion. I want to make this more of a of a. Why do we feel so confident that Casey Thompson is going to be an upgrade? Whether it was from Adrian Martinez, whether it was from Luke McCaffrey from a game, or from even Logan Smothers who's still on the roster. So let's kind of spin it on that one. Four zero two four six four five six eight five. The Honda Lincoln Hotline, the Starter Heyman Text Line. I want to get to your guys' thoughts? Um, happy Friday. We'll be right back on the happy hour. Follow Nick and Enrique on Twitter at Nick underscore Sainert and at Radio Rico AC. More of happy hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Did you know that movies and TV shows today have three times more profanity, sexual content, and violence than just two decades ago? Three times. If you're sick of staring at the screen and seeing things you wish you could unsee, then VidAngel is for you. VidAngel lets you set customized filters so you can seamlessly skip and mute offensive content in the shows you stream from Netflix, Prime Video, Apple TV+, and more. Get started today at vidangel.com. VidAngel. Watch more stuff without the bad stuff. 